Hi all, it's Patrick here again for another episode. And today I kind of want to talk about two things. Uh, we're going to cover two little things in this uh, episode here. And uh, one of them is based on our current sales uh, page that's running uh, for one of our products. And the other is just something that kind of hit me over the, the weekend. Um, so we'll start with that. You know, uh, it's getting close to uh, Christmas now, and my daughter wanted to get all the start getting all the Christmas stuff out. And it was Sunday. It was middle afternoon, so you know, kind of waning in the the energy department. And uh, so my initial thought was, as soon as she talked about getting all the Christmas stuff down, uh, you know, I instantly thought about how many things that involved you know getting up into the attic and going through and getting all the the bins down and and uh, I think there's at least seven or eight bins we've got up there in the attic full of Christmas things and and of course we uh getting the tree out we use a a pre-lighted Christmas tree that we've had I think for six years now and uh if you haven't had a, a a pre-done tree before you know you've got to bring all the branches out you've got to display them out they're kind of on wires and you have to fan them all out it's it's a bit of a process Uh, and then of course wrapping the garland around the the banisters and all that stuff so a lot of work involved that was the first thing I thought of and I was very hesitant uh, to do it but oddly enough fast forward about 30 minutes later I've gotten all the bins down and I'm actually there fanning out these branches on the Christmas tree. And it it was interesting because it hit me and I realized I was really kind of in a, a state of calm. And I was just enjoying the moment. And I think about how my initial reaction was. And for a lot of things, for me, and I'm sure it is for you, when I look at a lot of different projects, I kind of feel that same way initially. And... I think sometimes it causes a bit of procrastination. I know I have a little bit of a workload going on right now with running these projects for the MLM and running my daily business. And I know that that list can pile up. And if you look at it and take your initial feeling and go with that, things tend to not get done because the project can look very big and and scary and overwhelming and just not interested in doing it because of how complicated your initial thought can be. But, like, with the... Later on, when I realized I was actually enjoying it, the Christmas music was playing, I was doing the part that I really don't like the most, uh, the, the part I like the least is the part where I found myself just enjoying the, the moment and enjoying the time and and having fun and the experience as we're all, you know, setting up the the house for Christmas. And... If we can find a way to, you know, look past that initial hesitancy or that initial pushback that we tend to have in a in a bigger project and just realize that, hey, once we get started and into this, it's, it's going to be an enjoyable experience. I think that puts a lot of procrastination to the side and actually allows us to function a lot more efficiently. So maybe next time... When you're looking at a project or even a chore or even a household chore or or something for your MLM business, and when you get that little bit of pushback, just stop and remember that, you know, the product, ultimately what you're doing is going to most likely be fun. I mean, if you don't, 
most of us, if you're doing a, something, uh, you know, if you're in, M, in the multi-level marketing space, it's probably because you want to be there. You know, it's something that you want to do. And so, therefore, there was something that intrigued you there. It was interesting. So, knowing that getting into it and building that business and accomplishing that task at hand will ultimately be for the good and most likely could, you know, would result in something fun and interesting. That was... That was just kind of my uh, epiphany that I came across this weekend as as I set up the the Christmas lights and wanted to to share that with you. Uh, a quick update: uh, the ads are running towards our sales page now, and we're collecting data on that. And uh, looking, we've already made some changes, and that leads me into the the next thing I realized as I was trying to comb through the Facebook ads data. I realized that. I am not a Facebook ads expert, and there's a very good, good possibility that I'm not necessarily doing things properly, or when I look at a number, I don't know what to do with that number. Now, I've spent plenty of money on courses in in the past uh, on Facebook advertising and how to run Facebook advertising and how to run and uh, get your audiences and how to target and how to write the copy. So it's not something brand new to me, but it's also something that I'm, I'm far from scratching the surface on as opposed to somebody that's done this for a long time, that's done this in and out. And for a while now, I've been hearing that, you know, just the, the constantly, um, not constantly, but rather often lately, I've been hearing about not doing it all. And for whatever reason, I think this is a thing about a lot of people, you want to do it all. And, and, and this has been, for me, for a long time, it's like, oh, graphic design, I can do that. And I would go and, you know, I have Photoshop and I would watch some tutorials or read some books even. I remember reading uh, a book on Photoshop and I can use Photoshop. But can I do Photoshop as well as somebody that that's all they do every day? Absolutely not. Same with the Facebook ads. Sure, I know how to do Facebook ads. I know how to do Google AdWords. I know how to do those things. But do I know how to do them as well as somebody that does it all the time? Again, the answer is no, I don't. So when we look at things, and for me, it was always like, well, I don't, I don't have the money to pay a Facebook person. Or I don't have the money. You know, why would, why would I pay somebody to make this graphic when I, I can just make this graphic? And, you know, ultimately, the graphic never turns out the way I pictured it in my head. Whereas if I had just given it to somebody, it would have probably turned out a hundred times better than, than what I had thought of in my head. So, you know, it's, it's very easy to just be like, oh, I'll do it myself, I'll do it myself. And especially when, you know, you're not rolling in dough and you're trying to get things off the ground. But it kind of hit me, although I've been hearing it, consistently it, it really hit me yesterday as I was trying to get through this Facebook data and read the numbers and you know again I, I understand click-through rates and I understand uh, link clicks and looking at the demographics but it again it really hit me as I was looking at these numbers yesterday and saying okay so I know what these numbers are but I don't necessarily know what's good right I don't know what a good click-through rate is in this uh, arena or for this uh, product uh, niche and therefore 
if I don't know those things, then I don't necessarily know the best way to move forward. What I think may be a good click-through rate, if I if I looked on Google, uh, it would have told me that uh, I'm 10 times above what a normal click-through rate is. So, But at the same time, I, d- I don't know. Whereas somebody that does this all the time would know exactly what to do. So the question then becomes is, is it worth it to save money and let me try and muddle through this and make some changes that may or may not work? Or would it be best to say, hey, let me go get somebody that knows what they're doing, that does this on a regular basis, and sure, it's going to cost some money up front, but how much better are my campaigns going to run? How much better are my ads going to run? How much better is the traffic that's going to come into my my sales page, my sales funnel? How much better is that going to be and how much quicker am I going to be finding the right audience because you know it all starts with the with the ad in the, in my case here because I'm driving paid traffic so it all starts with the ad and if the ad isn't driving traffic into the sales funnel well then I don't know where to fix you know if there's not enough people coming into that sales funnel then I don't know I don't know what the conversion rate on this I don't have a good idea of conversion rate on the funnel or anything like that so it all starts with getting that traffic in and if I'm not if somebody can do something 10 times more efficient than I can then I really you know what what again hit me this weekend was that you know that is worth it it's worth it to go pay somebody for their expertise. And that's really what it comes down to that I realize I have to go do in order to really be successful. And that's on a broader picture. Here I'm just talking about ads, but you know Russell Brunson, uh, the uh, creator uh, of, of one of the co-founders of ClickFunnels, uh, you know, he's always talking about the the who, not the how. And it's, uh, again, a concept I've been hearing a lot lately, and it's really, it's not about do you know how to do something, it's who can you, who can you get to do it that knows how to do it. And again, like I said, I can use Photoshop, I can create graphics, I can look at Facebook, I can run Facebook ads, and the essence of I know how to set up the targeting and the ads and those things, but I don't really fully understand it like say what I do on a daily basis for my job and running operations of a a company you know I know how to do that I do it every day and while I I use Facebook or I use um, Photoshop you know fairly regularly for product photos and things like that I don't really know um, Photoshop to the extent of saving me time you know something I could do uh, recently I created I took a I had to create an ebook cover and put it onto a 3d you know report and I had to go and look at some YouTube videos and read a couple things and eventually I got it done and so I took a couple hours to do something that somebody uh, on any one of, you know, Fiverr or any of one of those small, you know, gig sites probably could have done for $10. 
and gotten it done um, within, you know, sure, it may have been right away. It may have probably been within 24 hours. But they would have gotten it done. I wouldn't have had to have gone through those things. And then I could have continued to focus on what I needed to do. Now, a lot of times, this does require some uh, forethought. Because a lot, you know, if we're in the middle of a project and there's a deadline on that project, then sometimes we have to go do it. But then that says, well, maybe we should back up and plan better and say, what are the assets or what are the pieces that I'm going to need to complete this assignment? And if you do that up front and go out and get all those pieces put together or right off the right from the get go, know what pieces those are and have those pieces in development, then you know, while you're doing and putting together the the things you know how to do in that project, those other pieces can be getting done and it doesn't feel like you have to do it yourself. And this is very important. And, you know, how does this tie into MLM, right? Because we've really just been talking about other points. But it really does because a lot of times we're doing MLM, we're, we're running our businesses, and we're doing that outside of our normal job. Right, So we don't have a lot of time, so we have to figure out how to use our time most efficiently. Now, maybe that's not all. Maybe some of you are full-time uh, MLMers, but this still pertains because you're still wanting to use your time efficiently. And using your time efficiently means you focus on what you do best and what you know best and let the other people that know what they do best do what they do best. So when, when you're working on, uh, you know, you're, you have just the evenings or you have uh, your days off or you have that time when you're not at work, you could be planning out um, the pieces that you need, getting those rolling so that while you're at work, those pieces are being created, the graphics, uh, the, the product photos, the components of your, your sales funnel can be being worked on and then you're coming home and maybe just assembling them um, you know, which again, in the long run, unless you really love being on the phone and calling leads every night, creating a, an automated recruiting funnel and creating an automated product sales funnels are going to be far more beneficial uh, for your time, as well as you know, concentrating on learning, you know, about your company and and knowing how it works, and maybe focusing on some marketing aspects while all the other stuff is being done. So that's how it's going to save you some time. You know, one, uh, going back to that first thing, one, you know, looking at, uh, you know, don't not getting scared off by a big project or, you know, and letting and realizing that, you know, completing that project is going to probably be fun and enjoyable. And so you might as well just get started. And two, utilize other people. Utilize other resources to get that stuff done. Uh, utilize other resources to get those things done and use your time more efficiently. So I hope that helps and I will see you guys on the next.